I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Equity Mates Media, this is The Dive. I'm your host, Sasha Kelly. Celebrities love cryptocurrency. Well, probably more accurately, celebrities are willing to endorse anything for the right deal. Reese Witherspoon, Gwyneth Paltrow, LeBron James, and Paris Hilton. The list of celebrities that have promoted crypto over the past few years is long. But most of these endorsements haven't turned out so well. What does Matt Damon say on that Bitcoin commercial? Fortune favors the brave. My dad said he listened to Matt Damon and lost all his money. Yes, everyone did. Crypto markets are down over the past year. Bitcoin is down 47%. Ether is down 40%. And many crypto-related companies have collapsed. Three Arrows Capital, Celsius, and Terra USD. To paraphrase Warren Buffett, the tide has gone out and now we're seeing who was swimming naked. It's Friday, the 12th of August, and today I want to know and crown the worst celebrity crypto promoter of the 2020-2021 bull market. To do this, I'm joined by my colleague and the co-founder of Equity Mates. It's Alec Renahan. Alec, welcome to The Dive. Hey, Sasha. This will be a good one, I think. Did you get pulled in by any celebrities promoting or spruiking their crypto wares? I didn't even need celebrities to sell me on crypto. I just followed my own dumb intuition into it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm right there with you. Those in glass houses can't be throwing stones. That's right. But hey, let's load up on some stones and throw them anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So we all lived through the crypto mania of the past few years. The FOMO was real. Bitcoin, Ethereum, NFTs, Web3, everyone became an overnight expert or knew an overnight expert on the monetary system and decentralized systems. Take me through some of the wildest moments of the past two years. Yeah, well, Sasha, it all began with COVID. We got locked down, sports stopped, stimulus rained down upon us, and millions of people were locked at home and got interested in investing. It's estimated that 20 million Americans started investing in the stock market during the pandemic, and millions of those people also got into crypto markets. Crypto craze. What is it? Where's it going? And what it means for you? And with all this interest and with central banks printing billions of dollars, we saw a massive bull market in both the stock market, but also crypto markets. The total market cap of all of crypto, the total value of it all, surged to almost $3 trillion. These days, it's now closer to $1 trillion. It's estimated that 22% of Americans now own some Bitcoin. That's about 46 million people. In March, Crypto.com was spending over $100,000 a day on digital advertising. And I think where we saw it most acutely was in sport. Crypto companies have spent over $2.4 billion on sponsorships with sporting organizations 
just in the last year. It's hard to think of a code where you don't see some form of crypto advertising. It was crazy. Sasha, do you remember the Super Bowl from last year, the NFL? Go quickly here. Stafford under pressure gets sacked. Would it surprise you to say I don't, but I always watch the ads afterwards. <laughs> it was nicknamed the Crypto Bowl because there were so many crypto ads. This moment with these companies buying ads in the Super Bowl sort of caps off what has been a long run-up for the cryptocurrency sector in terms of its mainstream recognition and acceptance. And remember, these ads cost as much as $7 million for 30 seconds. But Sasha, aside from the Super Bowl, uh, Crypto.com, an exchange, paid $700 million last year for the naming rights of the Staples Center, where the LA Lakers and other LA sporting teams play. It's now called the Crypto.com Arena. Not the best name, I'd say. Not the catchiest. And it's not just sport. It's across culture as well. The hype was insane. And that was helped by some big names. Paris Hilton springs to mind. She even named her lapdogs Crypto and Ether. That's hot. Yeah. And Paris Hilton wasn't alone. All kinds of celebrities filled their pockets with cash from crypto endorsements. It's a safe and easy way to get into crypto. I don't think so. Gwyneth Paltrow and Mila Kunis, Larry David, LeBron James, Cristiano Ronaldo, Naomi Osaka, the list of really well-known celebrities from across movies, culture, music and sport, all promoting crypto. I can't tell you everything, but if you want to make history, you got to call your own shots. So on today's episode... We're looking back at Cryptomania of 2020 and 2021 and some of these celebrity endorsements that came with it. And we want to give out awards to really celebrate some of the more absurd moments of the past few years. So Alec, today we're going to look at three awards. We're going to look at the worst celebrity endorser, as in the person who lost the most money. Our second award is going to be the most surprising celebrity endorser as in the one that we didn't expect. And then our third and final award is the moment we should have realised it was a bubble. And this is probably our mea culpa. Uh, we, we should have realised what was going on, Alec. So let's start with the worst celebrity endorser. Can you give me the nominations? Give me the shortlist. Uh, we've got to start with Matt Damon's Fortune Favours the Bold ad. History is filled with almost played everywhere around the world. Uh, Bitcoin has dropped more than 60% since that ad aired. I remember you coming into the office and taking particular umbrage with this ad. Yeah, it was equating buying Bitcoin with going to space. It just, it felt like a bit of a false equivalent. <laughs> bit of a stretch. <laughs> Fortune favors the brave. Yeah, but Matt Damon wasn't alone. Tom Brady, Naomi Osaka, Steph Curry all partnered with FTX, a crypto exchange. Bitcoin has dropped more than 35% since their endorsements. Reese Witherspoon partnered with the World of Women NFT Collective. World of Women, an NFT collectibles project and community. I'm Randy Zuckerberg. I'm here with Yam Karkai, who is the genius behind World of Women. Congratulations, Yam. You are the belle of the ball of the NFT These NFTs right are all down more than 75% since she promoted them. Mark Cuban wrote a blog post titled The Brilliance of Yield Farming about the Titan token. This token subsequently fell 99%. You know, it was unfortunate. A lot of people lost a lot of money. It impacted the economy. French Montana, the rapper, created an NFT sneaker collection that also included a real-life version of the shoes. In an Instagram post, he wrote, hold on to your pair and watch the value go up. 
the value is down almost 90% from when he wrote that. Oh, there's some really good candidates there, but I suspect there's one that you're sitting on. So who's the winner? (laughs) Well, Sasha, the winner of our first award is a joint winner. It is former Boston Celtics NBA star Paul Pierce and Kim Kardashian, who both supported Ethereum Max. It's not easy. When you do product shots, when you do post things that are work-related posts, it's still a job and it's still really hard. Paul Pierce wrote that he'd made more money off Ethereum Max in the past month than he had earned in the past year working as a broadcaster for ESPN. And Kim Kardashian uh, put up Ethereum Max in her Instagram stories. Since they both promoted the token, it's down more than 98%. Oh, did he make more in the month than the year because they paid him? (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) Probably. That probably needed an asterisk, didn't it? (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, that's pretty shocking. So one award down, two awards to go. Let's take a break and then hand out some more statues. Welcome back to The Dive. Today we're recapping some of the more outrageous celebrity crypto endorsements of the past couple of years. All right, Alec, one award down, two to go. We're talking about the most surprising now. Can I hear the shortlist? Yeah, well, Sasha, the challenge here is almost nothing is surprising in the world of crypto anymore. But as I give you this shortlist, consider if any of these sentences would have made sense three years ago. This whole episode would have made no sense three years ago. (laughs) But go ahead. (laughs) Jimmy Fallon bought a bored ape and hosted a segment on The Tonight Show discussing NFTs with Paris Hilton. You did. You taught me what's up and then I bought an ape. I got an ape too because I saw you on the show with people and you said you got a moon pay, so I went and I copied you and did the same thing. Mila Kunis launched an animated non-fungible token project based on cats who drink alcohol and smoke marijuana. In quarantine, some people took up baking and knitting and I deep-dived into crypto and NFTs. Justin Bieber spent 500 Ether on a Bored Ape Yacht Club 300% above its floor. Alec, if you told me that three years ago, I would have been reaching for the dictionary. There's no way any of those sentences would have made any sense to me. Well, Sasha, if you don't think those sentences made sense, here is our winner. Would this sentence have made sense three years ago? Nick Carter of Backstreet Boys fame tweeted about the Safe Moon token. The price peaked the day after he tweeted, the founder rug pulled the holders and the token dropped 99%. (laughs) Um, No, no, it wouldn't have made sense. (laughs) I just want to break down some of the jargon. Essentially what you're saying is Nick Carter, who hopefully you don't need an introduction to, um, he promoted something that 
was essentially a scam because the founder of that coin just pulled all the money out of that project immediately afterwards. Yeah, the founder holds a lot of the tokens and when they rug pull, they basically dump all of their tokens, sell them all, and then there's so much supply and not enough demand that the price plummets. So the lesson I think I'm hearing here is don't trust former boy band stars from the 90s. There's definitely a part of me um, that did blame myself. Uh, I think that because of the responsibility that I sort of took on. I think it's do your own research before investing in anything (laughs) rather than taking a celebrity endorsement. Fair enough. Okay, so our final award, our final statue, I think actually a couple of the nominations you read would have been great candidates for this, but we're going to award the moment we should have all realised it was a bubble. Can you give me the nominees? Yes. Now, Sasha, hindsight is twenty twenty, and, you know, us saying we should have realised it's a bubble we do mean we should have realised it was a bubble because we're down on crypto as well. So glass houses, throwing stones, as we said earlier. But some of the shortlisted moments where we should have realised it was a bubble, Akon promising to build a $6 billion crypto-inspired city in Senegal. These are so ridiculous. (laughs) Miami chef, Chef B, announced the world's first NFT restaurant in Miami. It wasn't really clear then. I'm still not really clear now on what an NFT restaurant is. Yeah, is it an art gallery or do you get to eat the food? That's so... Don't ask questions, Sasha. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, who's the final nominee? (laughs) The final shortlist was DJ Khaled and Floyd Mayweather. DJ Khaled! Both were fined after promoting Centra without disclosing it was a paid endorsement. Not that ridiculous there. What was the moment we should have realised it was a bubble was when one of the co-founders of Centra was then sentenced to eight years in prison for fleecing investors for $25 million. Okay, that that one sounds like we definitely should have realised it was a bubble. So who is the winner? Who could possibly top those nominations? Well, Sasha, the moment we should have realised it was a bubble was when Mike Tyson created his own NFT of him kissing a pigeon... That NFT is down more than 95%. All right. Okay, can we have a date of that NFT? When was the moment we should have all looked in the mirror and understood that this was the frothy peak? September 2021 was when his first NFT collection was released. And I've got a follow-up question. Why is he kissing pigeons? Mike Tyson loves pigeons. He owns a lot of pigeons. I think a lot of racing pigeons. Yeah, it's one of his post-boxing hobbies. How many pigeons you got? Maybe maybe 1,400 now. I learned so much in this episode already. So it's easy for us to pile on after the fact, but we're not alone in levelling criticism. A lot of these celebrities are receiving backlash, aren't they? We've seen some scathing pieces saying that they've helped drive vulnerable fans to invest in crypto without emphasising the risks. Yeah, that's right. Plenty of criticism uh, levelled here. So the new South Park movie is out and it's just one really long swing at crypto. Matt Damon told me fortune favours the brave and I lost all my f***ing money. One of the reasons many of those little people bought in later is because of the barrage of celebrities who endorsed it. But Sasha, amongst the sea of criticism, I think this is the criticism that you'll like the most. Ben McKenzie, a.k.a. Ryan from the OC. Who are you? Whoever you want me to be. Wrote an article for Slate, and credit to him, wrote it in the midst of all of this, uh, criticising celebrities endorsing crypto, in particular Kim Kardashian and Paul Pierce for their Ethereum Max promotion. So 
Ryan from the OC, someone I haven't thought about in a while, but he was levelling criticism right in the middle of it all. Well, there you go. You know that Seth would have been an NFT fan. Complete side note, but he's now doing a TV show where they have like a crypto startup. So (laughs) there you go. (laughs) We're going to change the world. Well, I think today's episode, Alec has taught me that truth is sometimes stranger than fiction because some of these headlines just seem so ridiculous. So why don't we leave it there for today? Yeah. And I think the takeaway is that investment fads will come and go and we will get swept up in them like everyone else, but got to do your own research and you got to not take investment advice from a podcast or from a celebrity's social media account. Words to live by. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend about it. It really is the best way for our podcast to grow. And if you're listening because you've been referred, then welcome. We have a growing back catalogue that's worth checking out. Go have a listen to some of our past episodes. We've covered China using trade as a weapon, the lottery, and even the chaos in air travel. There's really something for everyone. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram at thedive.businessnews. You can contact us by email, thedive at equitymates.com. And you can subscribe wherever you're listening right now so you never miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me today, Alec. Thanks, Sasha. Until next time. The Dive is a product of Equity Mates Media. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media and the hosts of The Dive acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and the connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. The hosts of The Dive are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast.